Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Rob Huntington. Rob, you are the CEO of Metric Collective, and you're found on the web at metriccollective.com. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Great to be here. Yeah, give us an overview of what Metric Collective is. For sure. So Metric Collective is a vertically integrated franchise and technology company. What that means is we do pretty much everything in franchising. Starting at the top of the funnel, we do lead gen for prospective franchisee leads. So if you're a guy in Dayton, Ohio, and you've had it up to here with your boss, and one day you're like, what's the best franchise for under 200,000? Odds are you'll come to our site. Um, Next property we've got is a uh, a way to work leads. It's a a SaaS tool called FranFunnel. It's actually rated the number one tech tool in the industry ahead of Salesforce and HubSpot, which... We are by no means in the league of Salesforce and HubSpot. It's a small company, um, but our customers love it. It's awesome. I used it myself, actually, when I was a franchise broker. So it's a way to work franchise leads. Or if you're a franchisee, it's a way to work your customer leads. And then our next company is an outsourced franchise sales company. So the, the thesis there is basically you're great at teaching jujitsu or selling pizza and a you know $3 slice of pizza or a couple of slices of pizza or a jujitsu package is way different than selling a $500,000 franchise. So we partner <laughs> with founders to say, we'll help you do the franchise sales. And then last but not least, we do equity investments into franchisors. Wow. So you do it all. Yes, indeed. And we're a franchisee as well. I left that part. So we're franchisor and we're, we um, eat our own dog food in the you know tech jargon. So we're franchisees as well with, uh, with some of our concepts. Yeah. Can I ask, so what is it that, kind of start at the top of the funnel here, um, for the lead gen side of it, franchisehelp.com, is it is it just that franchisehelp.com has been around for a long time? You've got excellent SEO or what are you doing to actually acquire so much attention? Great SEO, great, just straight up direct response marketing. Um, you know, we have it dialed in. We've been doing it for over a decade. We We have the domain authority. And then importantly, we have a great qualification tool. So when anyone, when any prospective franchisee comes to the site, they go through our uh, proprietary quiz. It's all the, the back end of it is impressively, uh, impressively designed. Like the, the coders behind it are 10X coders. Um, so it, what it does is it filters someone out because you get a lot of garbage leads when you're searching yeah. the whole internet oh, for anyone. Gosh, yeah. Um, and I've worked those leads. I've been on the other end of the phone and, you know, been the one picking up and, getting yelled at by some of them. But if you filter it well enough, you can you can have gold in there. So what we're great at is generating the leads and then filtering them to a reasonable level before we sell them over to a brand. Yeah. Well, I would imagine, and I've talked with a lot of franchise consultants, there are, there are a lot of tire kickers out there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so gauging seriousness and, you know, uh, you know, basic qualifications are, are pretty important. Yes, agreed. 
Yeah. So uh, is there, I mean, is it just basically just asking them? Yeah. But are you really qualified? Are you really serious? I mean, is that pretty much it? (laughs) That is it. We have some two-factor authentication. So like just as fast as your bank does to make sure that it's like the real person who's coming from their cell phone. Like there's a lot of people out there, but that particular part of our business, like that industry generally, lead gen has a bad rep for like, you know, are you selling us the phone book? Like, no, <laughs> but like, there's going to be some garbage in there. Uh, but two-factor authentication and then a series of questions, you know, like if someone takes the time to fill out a quiz to say like, here's my net worth, here's the industries I'm interested in, here's what I'm passionate about, like here's the geos. So once someone does all that stuff, they're they're pretty well qualified. Yeah. Do you find that um, in terms of direct response advertising, what, what do you see working well today? Uh, we we have the mix. Like there's there's no rocket science. Our general internal philosophy is that direct response marketing is a constant knife fight of what's working today. So we're on you know Google, Facebook, all the big platforms. Um, and then some, some, you know, like, uh, some niches out there where we get some of our, some of our best leads actually come from some content generators. Uh, but, but no secret sauce, like we stay up to date on the latest stuff and just execute against that. And then whenever we find that something got shut down, like, you know, we recently got kicked in the teeth by Facebook and then Mm. been scrambling to, to get our game back on. So, you know, constantly staying up on, on what's going on. Yeah. And then, you know, if we kind of continue along the journey there, um, Fran Funnel has got to be a great, uh, you know, just uh, here's the box. Here's here's everything. Uh, you know, here's the keys. Now run it <laughs> um, as opposed to, I think, you know, uh, someone who doesn't have that all set up. Uh, you know, I would imagine there's a lot of very thought out, um, you know, intelligence uh, to that, uh, you know, if, if this is something that has been running for, and you work with some pretty big brands, uh, you know, on that side of it, what did I see? I saw, boy, where did I see your client list? And it was, oh yeah, Smoothie King, Sport Clips, Massage Envy, Amco, um, some, some pretty established franchise names. Yeah, we for both franchise help and Fram Funnel, we have like a who's who of the logos out there. Like we're we we work with all the biggest players. Um, Fram Funnel specifically is awesome. It's actually its genesis is pretty interesting. So there was an intern one summer who was selling franchise help leads and got tired of getting yelled at by brands and hearing, you know, these leads are terrible. So they were like, are they? So they did some mystery shopping and they found there are a lot of folks out there who'd like buy the leads and then call them all Friday afternoon, like after letting them accumulate for a week. Yeah. Like you have five seconds maybe to get in touch with the lead, not like a week. Um, So we built FranFunnel, a a tech tool to solve that exact problem. So leads get an instantaneous uh, text response. There's a lot of thought that goes into like what exact words should be in that text and like, how does that evolve over time? So like running analytics on like what words to use to make sure you get a response but we're able to get people huge increases in their response rates with leads. Um, and, uh, and same thing for franchisees, like a franchisee who's like a, you know, if you own a plumbing franchise or a tutoring franchise or whatever the case may be, you get a lead in, you're meeting with a client right then, you can't be responsive. But if you have this tool in your pocket of like, they get an auto text, they get an auto email, you get engagement and you know when to like, oh, I've got a live one. I, I should start being responsive to this one. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So um, how does that model work? 
is it just a subscription model then for someone uh, and it's kind of based on their volume or how do you decide how to price that? Straight up SaaS business. Uh, you, you pay per seat um, in, you know, you get discounts as you buy more seats, uh, but, you know, measured by all the regular SaaS metrics, ARR, net dollar retention, churn, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, finally, uh, obviously there's then the development company, the franchise development company where they could just outsource everything. Uh, that sounds kind of like a dream <laughs> if the numbers work out, right? It's awesome. I mean, we take development off the plate of, of founders who, you know, like we, we partnered with a, a coffee business where we put high-end coffee machines in offices, a built-out franchise with about 200 units in Australia and New Zealand that came to the U.S. And the U.S. has its nuance. So they mm. were here for a number of years and sold no franchises. We partnered with them and sold 24 in a short period of time, uh, 12 to 18 months. Then we wrote an equity check and partnered with them right before uh, COVID, which was unfortunate. Although yeah. that business is, uh, uh, is rebounding really nicely. We actually had our yes. best month ever in December. Um, but we put high-end coffee machines into offices. So like not the right business to be in right now. Uh, um, although now I'm, I'm getting actually kind of bullish about it because offices need to lure people back with something and the coffee mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, but yeah, so same thing with a pet business. We partnered with a walk-in wellness concept for pets called Petwell Clinic super smart founder, like really like cares about animals. He's a, he's a vet and he's also a computer scientist, physics major in college, like has this model built out that is, is just genius. It's kind of like in New York city, we have city MD. So walk-in wellness for humans applied the same idea to pets. We partnered with that right in the pandemic as well. And that one was, is a rocket ship. We sold 114 units in under 18 months Oh my gosh. World-class franchisees, like great folks who are, are serious operators, know what they're doing. That's one where we're a franchisee. So we have the rights to New Jersey. We're actually we just signed the lease for our second location. Um, but that model is even that guy who is as sharp as he is, franchise sales is a unique beast. So he got, he'd been trying to franchise for a while and hadn't sold any. And we came in and, and kind of tweaked the model um, and ran it through our process and are able to, to turbocharge sales. So that's uh, that company's Oakscale. The founder there is actually how I got involved with, with the team at Metric generally. Josh, he's uh, Josh Kovacs. He's awesome. Yeah. How do you uh, find new franchise partners to work with or franchisees to work with? Um, do they just do they hear about you? Are you just kind of kind of doing the same system for franchisees, or how do how do those relationships come about? For franchisors, our position in the industry is that, that's what I meant, right? For franchisors, yes. I always get I always get the two confused. So the franchisor, I own the business and I want franchisees to come license it, correct? Did I did correct. that right? Okay, good. Okay, good. It's it is a source of constant confusion in, in the industry. Um yeah. And <laughs> two then they go years by, I've been talking about this and I still screw it up. <laughs> you are not alone by any stretch. Um, they we that's one of our biggest areas of focus, finding great brands with great human beings. And both of those things are important. Like there's plenty of good concepts that we see that have kind of, uh, we have a, um, a no assholes rule. So, uh, we want to partner with really great people that we want to work with, um, hadn't learned the hard way not to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, so we find great concepts with great operators, great founders in them that, that we could see having a, you know, decade plus relationship with, um, 
And that's where I spend a lot of my time as uh, looking for concepts and, and talking with founders and CEOs of businesses. So we see them from our position in the industry, from like our network in the industry, and also from those who use franchise help. Like we have a, a look at who um, who's coming online. Yeah. What excites you in the franchise world today? The thing that excites me most is making franchising cool. It's, it's not on people's radar at all. Like it gets a bad rep. Like when I talk with my friends, I used to be a management consultant at the Boston Consulting Group where like I went to business school and uh, worked at a Fortune 200 company. None of my friends from those places have franchising on their radio, on their radar. Like it, they look at it kind of like a used car salesman, sort of cheesy industry. And then you go to things like the multi-unit convention in Vegas and you realize I've heard stats that there's more wealth at that conference in Vegas in, than there ever is any other time at in Vegas. Like there's crazy wealth in franchising to be generated and it's just not on people's radar. Like they, you know, you have the, like, you can keep climbing the the greasy pole to be a partner at McKinsey or Goldman or, you know, get to the C-suite at a big company, but franchising, you can be your own boss. You can generate really significant capital. Um, and that's like one end. The other end is, accessing uh, generational wealth for, for folks who don't have access to capital. I think franchising could be a tremendous um, uh, force for like bringing really serious jobs to, um, to African-Americans, to Latinos, to women. And that's one of our bigger focuses is bringing franchising into folks who, who haven't seen it on both ends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it, it, in terms of trends too, what sorts of trends are you seeing in the larger franchise world? People are starting to realize how awesome it is. Like it is now on people's radar. Like before, when I would tell people about franchising, their eyes would glaze over. <laughs> now, if I talk with a friend in private equity or something like that, they're like, they immediately perk up like, Ooh, franchising. Um, so I think it's, and the deal volume, just like in tech has been straight up and to the right, both volume and numbers. So increasingly people are paying attention to it. I think the like make franchising cool goal and get it on people's radar is a thing that's happening. Like I think 10 years from now, it will be a viable thing that's talked about, um, all over the place. Uh, so it, it increasing its awareness is a big trend that I think is, is going on. Increasing deal volume is a big piece. Increasing also it, internationally, like in the U.S., it's much more buttoned up than it is abroad. We have all sorts of laws and, and regulations on how it's governed. And I think that's an asset. It kind of freaks people out who are coming to the U.S. from abroad, which is one of the other places we look for franchise concepts. They're like, ooh, that's a, that's a scary thing, the amount of regulation. Our take on it is the regulation's good. Like it means that you have to be a serious operator to do well. Um, so yeah, those I think are the big trends, like in increasing awareness and significantly increased deal volume, dollars flowing into the industry. Yeah, awesome. All right, so Rob, um, someone's been listening to our conversation. Um, you know, what, uh, and I'm, I'm wondering, uh, it, I would imagine, so franchise, uh, franchise owners out there that are looking to like, listen, I've been trying to get franchisees on board. It's kind of slow going. That would probably be a really good connection for you, right? Yeah, the, that would be the, a great connection for us. Also, people who have a good idea who have a corporate store or two or three who are like, how do I go to market best? 
like one of the most beautiful pieces of franchising, like the reason that private equity is as interested in it as they are, is it's the ultimate asset light model. Like increasingly you're seeing even publicly traded companies flip from a corporate model to a franchise model because you don't need the field staff that you need to support a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand stores because you put skin in the game of the local owners who are motivated to be good managers. So they'll be more motivated than someone who's like a, a middle manager in a you know Fortune 1000 company. And they're using their own capital. So um, both folks who started to franchise who haven't got the traction that they want and folks who are like, how do I scale? Like, what's my what's the best go to market strategy um, are, are some of the most interesting folks for us to talk with. Yeah. All right. So, um, and we mentioned a few brands here, but these are all available at metriccollective.com. And from there, you could take a look at Franchise Help, FranFuddle, uh, and then of course, uh, there's Oak Scale, and, and that's all linked up. Um, but what would you recommend, you know, kind of that next step for someone who's been listening? They're like, whoa, this could be a great fit for someone like me for what we're doing. Uh, for someone who has a concept that they want to chat with us, they can you know, reach out to us directly and fill out our contact form online. We'll, you know, we, we eat our own medicine, so we'll be back in touch instantaneously. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a good opportunity to demo your, your, your skill set. <laughs> indeed. Um, and then for franchisees as well, like we're always looking for, for strong franchisees. Part of our value proposition for franchisors is we we find the best franchisees out there for them. Like we're we're pretty ruthless about who we include in one of our franchise systems. Um, and from learning the hard way, like in any industry, it's the human beings that make a difference. And if you find uh, a good, like even if you have a good, the same logic that applies to the good concept, if you bring in a bad franchisee and a really strong model, they're not going to do well. And they'll be a bad apple. They'll cause problems. So we're not going to be perfect. Like invariably, you you bring some folks to the table who aren't the like A plus franchisees. But that's one of the other things that that is valuable for us and interesting. Like if there's a good franchisee out there or someone who's interested in becoming a franchisee, then we'd love to chat with them as well. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. All right. Rob Huntington, CEO of uh, of Metric Collective, uh, found on the web at metriccollective.com. And of course, that'll link to franchisehelp.com, FranFunnel, and everything else. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Great to be here, Josh. Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to UpMyInfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show.